0: There's eight games left until the playoffs. And then, all of a sudden, one of your assistants leaves. What do you do?
1: I've learned under a coach who has navigated the most radical, most debated rebuild in the history of professional sports. And I take a lot from this. My relationship with Brett Brown has been one of God's most tremendous blessings on my life. And I thank Brett for his confidence and commitment to me.
0: Billy Lang is now the head coach of the St. Joseph's University Hawks. A look at how the 76ers have gone about replacing him on this episode of The Broadcast. Hello out there, 76ers pod people. Hope you are doing great. Three seed all wrapped up now in the Eastern Conference. Team beat the Chicago Bulls convincingly. Needed to see a nice, solid victory. And the Sixers got that on Saturday at Chicago. The Boston Celtics then lost the Orlando Magic on Sunday at TD Garden and as a result the Sixers they were able to secure their magic number and the three seed for a second straight year in the Eastern Conference playoffs we won't know until Wednesday night the regular season finale whether the Sixers will play either the current six seed Brooklyn Nets or the Orlando Magic, which are right on the Nets' heels. They could wind up in a tie when it's all said and done. They could flip-flop spots. Who knows? They're currently equal in the standings. But Brooklyn has the head-to-head tiebreaker. So in other words, stay tuned. Still got some time before we sort out who it will be the 76ers open up with in the first round of the Eastern Conference playoffs. To Subscribe to our podcast feed. We're going to be all over it come the postseason. Apple Podcasts. Google Podcasts, Stitcher, SoundCloud, TuneIn, anywhere you get your favorite podcast. PocketCast is another one. Just go there, type in Sixers Podcast Network, that will take you to our feed. My goal was to put this piece together for our previous episode of the podcast last week, but sometimes the best laid plans are just that. <laughs> they lay dormant. They don't go anywhere. But I still wanted to get around to doing this commentary at some point, so I figured why not now when the schedule's in a bit of a lull, there's a holding pattern, Sixers have got the 3 seed locked up, and there's two games of no real consequence left on the schedule. But what is of consequence, especially as things move forward, is how the look on the sideline for the 76ers has changed. It is not every day that a team is in position to identify a new assistant with two and a half weeks to go in a regular season, especially with the playoffs right around the corner. But such was the case for the 76ers after Billy Lang essentially had to go, right? He could not turn down the opportunity to become the new head coach of St. Joseph's University. His background, where he's been, what he's all about, it was the perfect opportunity. First, we wanna give a huge congrats to Billy. He's been so helpful here on the pod over the years, and we are thrilled that he's got this chance to lead one of the proudest programs in the country. The day the news was announced, he coached his final game with the Sixers. An important win over the Brooklyn Nets brought with it a special ring of the 76ers post-game locker room victory bell. By the time Billy Lang was done pulling the rope attached to the miniature metallic bell, he was soaked doused with the water from Aquafina bottles emptied on him by T.J. McConnell and some other players. Then, after an appreciative fist pump and an embrace with Brett Brown, it was time for some sincere, heartfelt reflection. Thank you.
1: It's been a blessing to coach you guys. It's a real, I grew up in the city. Uh, And to be here and just be any sort of part of it, whether it was the process or this championship run that you guys are capable of doing, learning from you guys, helping develop some of you guys, being with you when you were injured, working for you, learning from you guys, being a part of a support staff that loved my family whenever I needed them. This is a blessing. Take advantage of what you got, man. This will never be, it won't always be here. Thank you, Philadelphia 76ers.
0: With that, Lang's impactful tenure with the 76ers had come to a close. One of Brett Brown's original hires, Lang's influence can't be overstated. He was as instrumental in fostering a winning culture behind the scenes as he was in changing the club's fortunes on the court. Every ebb and flow of Brett Brown's coaching tenure, Lang experienced too. He and Brown essentially knew nothing of each other outside of professional reputation before they joined forces in 2013. And a successful partnership from
1: there we all accepted what we were going through no one signed up for this in 2013 without an idea of what it was going to be we might not have known the depths of it but we understood what we were undertaking but it's left a, a real sense of humility and you get to this point and you actually feel like you build it to come to this
2: he's the son of a coach he was head coach at I think 23 he knows Philadelphia in this area intimately He's highly respected by coaches all over the place, especially in this area. He's a man of integrity. I think the pairing of him and St. Joe's for sort of even spiritual reasons makes sense. I think he's just going to take off. And I think that the timing in his life is ripe to accept this and grab it right by the throat and take off with it.
0: Lang wasn't only appreciated by his coaching peers, but players as well. He was the type of coach who would invite you over for Thanksgiving dinner if you had nowhere to go, even if you were Canadian. Here's a text we got from former 76er Nick Stauskas, who is Canadian, right after the news of Lang's hiring by St. Joseph's became official. Yeah, Billy had us over for Thanksgiving a few years ago. The food was amazing, and we got to spend some time with his wife and kids. I'm really happy for Billy. He was one of the hardest-working and passionate coaches I've played for. He has the kind of personality and spirit that's well-suited for college head coaching, so I think St. Joseph's made a great decision. There were plenty of other acts of kindness that Lang was involved with as well. For one player, he'd serve as a supportive companion to a place of worship. I'm so happy for him. He's like family to me. He's been here since I got here. Now I'm really close to his whole family, kids, his
1: wife. Uh, they're great people. Uh, we sometimes spend time together, and then
0: some other time we go to church. So we've grown closer uh, the past four or five years. So I'm, I'm extremely happy for him. Uh, that's big time, and I told him that uh, I'm definitely going to go check him out whenever I have time. Lang provided a complete package, but... Just like that, he was gone. And the Sixers were left in need of a replacement.
1: We found out Billy is going to be taking the job at Sancho's. So how do you adjust on the fly? Like, who do you see yeah. stepping up and taking on different responsibilities?
2: Right. Um, rarely, like, when you're about to lose somebody, when things come up do you feel like this makes sense like it's a natural fit
0: what was the fit who made the outcome of this scenario such a win-win if you're the type of fan who follows these sort of things closely you might have noticed not noticing Jim O'Brien much this season the respected wise veteran coach took on a new role this year as Brett Brown's senior advisor as a result he willingly gave up his spot on the front row so Brown could have more flexibility structuring this year's staff Jim O'Brien, the former 76ers head coach who, before last year, oversaw the franchise's winning a season since the 2001 finals run, he was Brown's answer.
2: To have Jim O'Brien, you know, still with me in a conciliatory type role, has been with me all season. To be able to take, you know, a former head NBA coach and a man of his experience that has been with me and knows me and the system and the players, and say, okay, coach, you know, you're now coming in and sitting on the front of the bench again and assuming, you know, sort of that leadership area with our defense, it all fits. Rarely is it that palatable.
0: Listening to Brown talk about O'Brien, it's clear there's a high degree of respect that Brown holds for the kind, yet no nonsense, Philadelphia native. There's a trust, even a reverence, perhaps. Notice how Brown refers to O'Brien as coach with a capital C? Last summer, when O'Brien was modifying his responsibilities, Brown was open to just about any idea that O'Brien had. There was only one result that Brown wanted more than anything, and that was to keep the 67-year-old St. Joseph's alum involved anyway, anyhow.
2: I sort of explored with him, how can I hold on to you? Because he's a wealth of knowledge. He's different than anybody on my staff. He's a man's man. You know, it was all about how do we keep you in the program and still sort of somebody that I personally can go to as a sounding board. He is my sort of confidant and, you know, type of mentor, type of conciliatory type of role.
0: Jim O'Brien's life has essentially been built out of peach baskets, hardwood, and perforated orange leather. His basketball pedigree is lengthy, prestigious, and a reflection of his roots. His path reads like a history book of Philadelphia hoops.
2: I've been in love with this game of basketball for many, many years. And it all started when I was eight years old, having coaches that had a tremendous amount of enthusiasm, taught the values of the game, but most importantly, taught the fundamentals of the game.
0: Here are some of the highlights from O'Brien's resume. Markwood Award winner at Roman Catholic, three-year starter at St. Joseph's during the Mike Banton days playing for Jack McKinney, a season as a coach at Maryland under the legendary Lefty Drizzell then back to his alma mater on the staff of Harry Booth, before joining former Penn player and coach Dick Carter at Oregon. Later on, O'Brien would link up with Rick Pitino, first with the New York Knicks, then at Kentucky, and also with the Boston Celtics, where O'Brien ultimately replaced Pitino as head coach. O'Brien took the top job with the 76ers in 2004, led the franchise to a 43-39 and 39 record. He then coached the Pacers for four seasons and served as a Dallas assistant in 2012-2013. O'Brien belongs to both the St. Joseph's and Big Five Hall of Fame. He's married to the daughter of the iconic Jack Ramsey. He's a bona fide part of our city's great basketball lore. If I had a list maybe
2: the top five players by position that have ever coached in the NBA, it might look something like this. Allen Iverson at the point, Paul George at the two, Paul Pierce at the three, Dirk Nowitzki at the four, and Patrick Ewing at the five. But what's interesting about these players, they all love the game, but they all need to be taught the fundamentals of the game almost on a weekly basis.
0: So if O'Brien wasn't on the bench the past five months, what was he doing exactly? (laughs) Just about everything else that comes hand in hand with being an assistant coach. O'Brien still has an office at the 76ers training complex in Camden, he still attended practices and shoot arounds on a regular basis and took part in coaches' meetings. His voice most definitely carried weight. He just wasn't seen as much, publicly that is, and this is why. O'Brien's whereabouts during games were back in the locker room.
2: Coach has the benefit back here of a delayed monitor. My first year in San Antonio, when I sat behind the bench, I had access to a delayed monitor right behind Pop and what a six second window gives you is just incredible ammunition, like you're you're right, you think you see something in a game and you look at the monitor and you know, you either gets confirmed or it's something different and so Coach lives in home games back here with a delayed monitor and you know, we come in at halftime and he's got a wealth of information or things happen in a game and he will send out different thoughts as the game's unfolding. I'm always like in private meetings with him, just he and I just talking. After every game, I get an incredible in-depth report of like what he saw. And so it's a collaborative type of thing that he and I especially have. He's a mentor to a lot of our young coaches. He's in every one of our coaches' meetings, you know, and speaks when he wants to be heard. And so the transition from Billy Lang to Jim O'Brien is really quite seamless.
0: Given how long O'Brien's been at it, over four decades in the business, it really does seem natural to see him back out there engaging with fellow coaches, calm, yet deliberately delivering instructions and tips to players. There's no doubt O'Brien's doing what he was put on this planet to do. The passion continues to burn. Jim O'Brien, I guess he really doesn't have to do this, does he? Like, his career speaks for itself. So what do you think, like, keeps him going at this
2: stage of his life? I mean, three things. First, the love of the game. He loves basketball. Two, the relationships. You know, staying around a team, interacting with each other. And I think three, the competition. You know, the joy of competition. To get him back with me on the bench after Billy Lang left
0: is fantastic. Instead of scrambling, the 76ers coaching staff has just kept on keeping on. The routines and rhythms have stayed the same. For Brett Brown, Having assistants who know their X's and O's is of course important, but being surrounded by good, trustworthy people, whether that's Billy Lang or Jim O'Brien, that is what Brown considers to be the ultimate backup plan.
2: I have a great staff. I think that we have bases covered. I say that out of respect for the people that I have and also recognizing Billy brought a lot to the table. There's no doubt about that, but I just feel like it's it's a rare thing that has happened. It's going to be good for everybody, and I think that that we have bases covered
0: all things considered a good spot for the 76ers to be in at such a late stage of the year thanks for checking out this episode of the podcast next time we speak to you on the pod it will be a playoff preview edition coming out later this week so be sure to check your feeds and stay tuned talk to you then see you